Reviews, the biggest news, the what's new, and the who's who. Welcome to the Daily Gamer Podcast with Joe Mango and James. Welcome to the Daily Gamer Podcast number 11. We've made it. Woo. This is uh, hosted by me, Joe Mango, and James. We are obviously from Daily Gamer. We do loads of gaming content. We do some like gaming reviews, some playthroughs sometimes when we're just bored. Yeah. We, do, we do some streams. Cool interviews. Yeah. We. Oh, oh my God. We do some great interviews, yeah. I think. Uh, today, we've got a fantastic guest. This is the founder of Yala Esports, Klaus. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Honestly, it's been a very exciting. I think I messaged you on LinkedIn like a couple months ago even. Uh, and it's uh, taken a bit of time to get you in, but that's probably because I wasn't following up quick enough. <laughs> oh, that's your fault, yeah. To be fair, yeah. it is my fault. Well, here we are. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you all the uh, the serious interview questions later on. We like to start with something a little bit more uh, fluffy and fun. Um, if you were stuck, okay? <laughs> if you were Fluffy st- and fun, yeah. if you're stuck. If you were stuck. <laughs> fluffy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depends I mean, how you take it, yeah. really. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Right, let's get our head out the gutter. (laughs) If you're stuck on a desert island, what game would you bring with you? Now, we can you can just do like one at a time, but we can keep going through different games. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to define. Is there internet? Oh, last time we did it. I think I think no internet. So like single player games, basically like yeah. But yes. I feel like online games. So games that require like online is fine. Yeah, okay. Let's but not, not go like to big multiplayer. Like you need to log in, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's no games. Okay. Yeah, fine, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Single so not, player games. Not like World of Warcraft is yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah, massive yeah, multiplayer yeah. online game, right? Yeah. Mm. Not that. Other okay. games. Okay, fine. Do you want to start, Klaus? You got one. Um. I would go maybe, I mean, let's take something recent, Elden Ring. That ah. definitely got me like hooked and spent a good amount of hours. Yeah, so yeah. so that, that's a good start. That is a good one because Elden Ring not only is the game massive and takes a long time to just complete in general, um, but you can build your character in so many different ways. Yeah, yeah, replayability. The know. replayability, because exactly. that's what you're going to need if you're stuck on yeah. an island. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Exactly. I actually yeah. got about 50 hours through Elden Ring, was probably like 80% through, and then I got stuck in a Farrell Missoula or whatever it's called. Farron Missoula? I can't it's remember. Like a, Is that a main boss or a side boss? No, it's like it's, it's actually like the area. It's like the area, and there's like a dragon on the side of the thing. Oh, the, the massive dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I got pretty stuck there. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start again. <laughs> so I made a new character and made him a mage and just had a lot of fun running around with that. So I actually haven't completed the game. But I'm sure if I was stuck on a desert island, I'd yeah, have plenty, plenty of time, plenty of time all out. Yeah. What, um, what kind of build did you go for on Elden Ring? Which one did you like? Um, the, the one that I completed the game with was, was definitely a mage. Um, I'm, I'm a caster. Uh, so I, I yeah. like to, you know, like... But... but the the melee, uh, it, it's uh, I I tried a couple melee builds, but you know, yeah. not that great success. <laughs> I think that was my issue, is I went for like a sword and shield build and thought, oh, it'd be great because I can block and stuff. Yeah. But uh, I then realised that actually, is that what is like advised you start on if you're like a noob? I guess so, but the, I mean, it's a good way to like learn how the mechanics work of the game, like because yeah, yeah. you have to really be able to block and dodge and all of that stuff. But if you want to just run through it and just cast loads of spells from a distance and run away, cast okay, more okay, spells. Okay, okay, it's not. Now you're making it sound <laughs> like I'm playing on easy mode. It's not that easy, okay? It's still ridiculously hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think when you're, yeah, you still have to like dodge crazy abilities, and you know these bosses will charge twenty feet in like a second, and yeah. you know you have to dodge that and like. So it is still ridiculously hard, but um, but that is a that is a great great first one to kick things off. If I was stuck on a desert island, Elden Ring, I probably would take that as well. James, have you got a game? Well, I would like to think about the reason you're on this desert island, right? You think about the... uh, How how you got there, is what you're saying. And the mistakes you made in your life uh, that led you to this point, right? How how did you you get to the island? Uh, Let's not get into that. (laughs) But let's say you you wanted to make... Make amendments. Okay. 
So I would. Are you take, saying you've been banished? I'm trying to figure out <laughs> yeah. what game we're going to, and I'm yeah. so lost already. Me too. I I would I bring The Sims. Okay, <laughs> let me let me let me say why. Because then, okay, you can live your life mm. simulated. Obviously, you make the right choices and be satisfied. But you can do that over and over again, and you can make different choices. Okay, I get okay. you. It may not take you off the island that that you ended up on. Yeah. But so you're saying, like, <laughs> essentially, you're stuck on an island, so you're going to live a different life. Yeah. In the real, like, in a in a virtual reality kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get, I get that. From a child to an, an old person. And then I guess when you die, you can just start mm. again. Yeah, and then do things Actually, differently. If we look at these old school games, Jahid, me, was it what is that Tropico or something? This kind of Sims game where you're um, you're you're like a, uh, it's a cartel, I guess, or mafia. Oh, you're Tropico. running. Trop- yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of like an island that you are building and managing. So yeah. if we want to look for, you know, oh, you, you feel I think like you're a dictator, though, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, dictator. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I see. Yeah. You know what? Actually, that's a great idea. Pick a game that teaches you the skills of living on an island. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like that stra- is stranded genius. Deep. You know, the deep stranded, stranded deep. What's this uh, survival game that is oh. literally? Uh, yeah, I know you mean the the shark one. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the, the other the, one? You build uh, like a raft and then yes. like a shark. You're literally stranded <laughs> on an island <laughs> in yeah. the game. There's That's also the one idea. called Raft, right? There's yeah. also raft. that game Raft. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That and one what, I haven't played. What's that other one where you uh, where you swim? Oh, Subnautica. Subnautica. Yeah, that's on the alien island. Uh, a little bit different, but uh, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, yeah, no, I loved it. I actually recently uh, played the 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 Subnautica, the the the, the winter one or the, the second one, which is yeah. like in the in this cold climate. Uh, oh, Sub Zero, okay. I think it's the oh. sequel or something. Okay, cool. So yeah, I yeah. actually haven't played Subnautica, but I watched someone. They were doing like they did like one of those speedruns. No, no, they did like an eight-hour gameplay video. Yeah. And whilst <laughs> I was working, I just had it on in the background, and it was so nice to watch. Just Running around, swimming around, you know. Yeah, it's one of those, yeah. like, Getting ambient. things and... Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice. And I think I even had the, like, the noises, you know, from the actual game. Because yeah. it has, like, nice music and... Do, 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 it's do, do. really well made. I just had that honest. in my headphones whilst I was working and it, it helped me so much. I have to check it You out. know, like, uh, when I was young, I played a game called Natural Selection, which, which was a Half-Life mod based on this kind of alien versus marine. Okay. And then later, the, uh, that was one of the best Half-Life mods for me back mm. in the days. And I found out then later that it's the same studio that used kind of the, the alien stuff that they built for that game, ah, you know, 20 cool. years ago yeah. for Subnautica. Mm. So it's like, ah. yeah, it was just cool. Interesting. If we want to talk about Half-Life mods, we could be here for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that, now I gave well, <laughs> out my age, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same yeah. here, same here. <laughs> um, so you've gone with Sims. I think I'm going to have to go with, th- this does teach you some skills with Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is endless, but, isn't it? You it's just kind of said that, you know, you shouldn't go online multiplayer games. I mean, do you consider Minecraft single-player no, no, or I'm, multiplayer? I'm, playing like? it, I'm only playing <laughs> it single-player. Because, wait, can't, you can You're have kind your... You're cheating. No, but, okay. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but you can play Minecraft without other people, right? Fine. You can play, right? play it solo, I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just you don't have to play in a in a world that has other people in it. I think most of the time I've played Minecraft, I haven't played with other people. I will admit... Really? Mm. That's like half the experience is the, the you know, I didn't have any friends when I was oh, playing. Okay. <laughs> Don't any friends now. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> um, I, will yeah. admit, I will admit I've never played Minecraft. Really? Mm, interesting. I mean, I haven't sunk that many hours into it compared to some people have put in a lot of time into <laughs> yeah. it. And, and, like, you know, no judgment here. It's, a, it's obviously a, a great game. And the so, guy, see, the guy yeah. that's, that's completely dug every single piece out emptied out the whole world really yeah he's mined everything out so did he use like a mod or did he just shell no I he mean, kept you, going, you know like a lot of detailed stuff about minecraft yeah. considered you've never played it i mean i do i mean we do a news <laughs> section <and laughs> it's true we do constantly look <laughs> so at I news come like across every a lot day. Of stuff. i mean i don't know what's the barrier of entry for news but <laughs> <laughs> news oh, nerd loser <laughs> we do some uh some pretty uh yeah stuff that we find interesting but other people might not yeah <laughs> on our on our news section I will, I will, i'm guilty of that yeah <laughs> yeah to be fair um so yeah I, I think Minecraft would be a good one because it's uh, in single player, not 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 online multiplayer, right? Um, and it's creative because yeah, you can have some fun, you can be creative with it. Um, they, replayability is there. The replayability is definitely there, and you know I can maybe teach myself how to craft things 
oh, all I need is a bit of steel and a thing to, you know, smelt that steel or whatever, that yeah. ore into steel. Or smelter. Build a smelter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Build a smelter. Oh, th- this is what I need to build a smelter. Yeah, I think I think you I s- could learn from it. You would s- survive, yes. I don't think I would survive. Ah, <laughs> uh, Klaus, do you have any more? Uh, round two. Okay. Um, well, technically, I already already did two, but but let's let's think of a third one. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I'm actually I'm a, I'm an avid uh, you know card game geek. You okay. know, go back to Magic the Gathering and and okay, Pokemon cool. and and so and so forth. Hearthstone. The problem though, like I mean, card games are quite boring alone. Mm. But on the other hand, then like card games is also like let's say if you would be two people on that island yeah then i would definitely bring a card game because it would be like a great interaction that's true uh i actually haven't played hearthstone that much but it always comes up and i'm always like oh i kind of want to play it because i played a lot of of warcraft before and it's from yeah yeah Yeah, i gave it a good go yeah yeah it was quite fun yeah the first card game game <laughs> that i ever played apart <laughs> yeah. from solitaire but um, yeah oh yeah yeah Ooh, it was solitaire. really exciting solitaire might be a good one says <laughs> yeah deck of cards you can do a lot of things <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true um okay james got any more so I, I don't know if i mentioned this before but i really i really like these factory games right this automation where you i'll give you an example <laughs> What? <laughs> so weird. What? I know. I know. I have to. I have to get it out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a game called Factorio. Okay. <laughs> so it's an example. Okay. The story is very thin, obviously, but it's not about that. It's about. Okay. Um. Let's say you're literally on like a well, on an alien planet in this case, and you're given a few materials, and you can build a few things, mm. like um, a smelter for one. Okay. You build a smelter yeah, and then yeah. you start automating. So you have like ore deposits, copper, yeah. stone, whatever to materials that you can gather. Yeah. And then you build these things. Y- your main aim is to escape this alien planet, right? It's like a resource management game. Yeah. You know, you need to build production and manage your resources exactly. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. To build certain things and then at the end of the game you you fly off or you f- in this case you fight aliens. Does it take a long time to to you know achieve that goal? Oh yeah. Okay. That's a long time. Okay, That's why okay. I mentioned. A, a yeah, yeah, yeah. For a I mean, for me, I'm like, it does sound <coughs> kind of boring and maybe not what I would want to play. But at the same time, um, I feel like it does sound quite therapeutic as it's, well. It's addictive as well. Yeah, yeah. It sounds addictive. Like, yeah, almost like a, you know, how Candy Crush is just. I mean, it's yeah. not even a great game, but mm. somehow it's addictive. Yeah. Is it kind of like that? It's like that, but it's also the accomplishment you get mm. from from creating such an automated system that's creating all and the can stuff. you create it in your own way like the layout of everything yeah, you have to like up to you okay. okay and sorry what kind of stuff do you make you make like you make things that make things okay yeah, and, yeah. so that like all the materials go along like conveyor belts oh okay that's great and cool. then you got to make like pickers which put them into the factory things that make the, the other thing oh. that you need to make the other thing so you have to make sure you're putting it right next to each other so the picker can put it in the right thing yeah and, and it's all i mean it's all about logistics as well. Is how mm. efficient you can make the whole system. I, I see. Kind of like it. It gets really like you, you've got me on board with that. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that would actually be. You a, should give it a go, but you do need a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds a bit like terraforming Mars if we go to board games or or mm. like Catan or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a lo- there's loads of games like it as well. Mm. So mm. Factorio is kind of like a 2D. Uh, it looks kind of indie. Oh, it is yeah. indie. I think it's yeah. by one guy. And then um, there's Satisfactory, which is completely 3D. It's first person. Yeah. It's a similar sort of thing. Mm. Then there's a Dyson Sphere program, which is... <laughs> I'm going too far, aren't I? Where I did said, you get these games from? <laughs> Honestly, I, he trolls Steam and just finds the most random game that's probably wow. free. Yeah. And then he'll just play it all night. Yeah, I, I, I fund all these indie developers. Yeah. <laughs> His wife Take my money. <laughs> yeah, his partner does not know about that. Though. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of doing that same in, in the Web3 space now, like exactly that. So I need okay. to find that in, in the Web3 space. Mm. That sounds like a great, uh, for it. you know, yeah, on-chain game. I know this sounds stupid, but just this is going from what you're talking about with your game. Um, I forgot what it's called. Ker- Kerbal Space Program or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Mm. It's 
called, is it called that? Or it's called something like that anyway. It's Kerbal Space Program. Yeah. yeah. So that game, have you ever seen it? You basically no. have to try and build a spacecraft and try and fly it as far away as you can. Or if you want, you actually can try and like orbit the Earth okay. and you can send up different, you know, uh, rockets and stuff. Um, but it's so difficult because you have to build it yourself piece by piece. And, you know, if you make too many boosters, then it might be too heavy. It might not even take off. If you have like a, a certain design, it might not be, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Aaron. Aerodynamic. aerodynamic enough <laughs> i couldn't remember that word it might not be aerodynamic enough and i i genuinely spent a lot of time playing that game and never got anywhere so i feel like if i was stuck on a desert island i'd have plenty of time to perfect my skills of, yeah. of space it's travel. like a trial and error kind of thing you keep building you try it doesn't yeah. work fail you try again yeah and it's quite cool because you can actually you could you try and get a certain trajectory to be like all right i want this spaceship to go to Mars and then orbit around it. And you have to try and like figure out the science yeah. of that and stuff. So it's very geeky, um, but it's also quite like loony. You know, it's not like super polished. It's a little bit like stupid looking. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to realize that I play way too like esports competitive games. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> like this to be is honest, not the games that I'm too familiar with. See, I'm the opposite. I'm not yeah, very he is. familiar with esports games. <laughs> to be honest with you though, if it was like I'm stuck on a on a desert island with four other dudes or, or nine other people and it was like, hey, what game do you want? I mean I wouldn't mind playing five v five Valorant or League of Legends mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. That'd be quite except fun. that then like quite soon there would only be three left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like people get toxic and <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Yeah. And yeah. then oh I think he's died. Yeah. We'll throw this overboard. <laughs> Honest question, are you toxic when you play League of Legends? Is this off or on the record? This is on the record. <laughs> this is on the record. Don't put me in the spotlight. <laughs> I mean, I guess, honestly, every competitive gamer has a toxic side. Yeah. Um, in my defense, though, I generally play support roles. So I would say I have uh, a bit more um, uh, like, like lean way. Yeah, uh, or yeah. then it's always basically the, the carry side, like, like yeah. fault. It's not never the supports for yeah yeah, yeah. Right? that's why i like playing support in league of legends oh. yeah yeah yeah. because then it's just not on you exactly or even if you play bot lane <laughs> with a support i feel like if if the bot lane isn't doing so well then yeah. it's fine everyone's like oh well if mid and top mess up then oh what are you doing <laughs> but if bot messes up i think you're right yeah um but yeah i mean i think that I don't know. I can't really think of any others. I know it's a bit of a geeky one, the, the Kerbal Space Program, but it, you should give it a go, I think. I, I have to check this it's and, and the factory game, game, to be honest, because yeah. I, I do like to, to build things in general. Mm. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like even in, in just we take something like, um, uh, I don't know, Warcraft 3 or, or Starcraft, yeah. where, where, I mean, it's still like optimizing the resource management mm. in these, like you have your wood and you have your gold and you yeah, need to exactly. do that. So like... Obviously, that's just a small part of the bigger game, but here it yeah. seems like it's the whole game that yeah, resource management. So I can, yeah, I, I like I, it. I feel like uh, just last game for me anyway. Um, I feel like the older games, you know, uh, were uh, were a lot less, you know, multiplayer and a lot more single player, right? Absolutely. So one that I remember playing a lot, a lot of time on was uh, Rome Total War. Mm -hmm. So it's a total war game, but yeah, it's Roman. Yeah, yeah. And that is completely single player. And you can choose the Romans or you can choose the Carthaginians or whatever. You can play as different people and do it over and over again. So I think for me, that one would be my bread and butter. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. total war games are, are, I mean, I haven't played them in a while, but back then. It's like Age of Empires, kind of similar. I was just, like, my, I was thinking Red Alert after that, mm. like, like these kind of yeah. games, and they're single player, but still has the replayability, yeah. challenging yeah. enough. Um, yeah, classic. Have you played Total War? Total War game? No, no. no. I, I did yeah. not much, but I, mm. I do remember them. There was like that same yeah. era, Red Alert, Age mm. of Empires. Mm. Uh, so good. So in 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 like the Total War games, you basically. Um, say if you start as the Romans, right? You're actually uh, just one kind of section of the Roman army. So there's different factions yeah. in the Roman army as well. Um, and you're like the leader of one. So basically you build an army, you go and try and take over different parts of Europe and stuff and, and Africa and whatever. Um, but the thing is, is say you go take over a, a city, right? You win the battle, 
But then you have to also manage the city and make sure they don't revolt against you. There might be an uprising. Oh, okay. You have it's to kind of detailed. like, yeah, you have to like say how much you're going to tax them and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and if you tax them too much or the living conditions are too bad, so yeah. they like go against you. So there's a lot going on you have to always be thinking of. So Th there was good. actually recently, uh, uh, I sometimes do this, you know, find out what's the free we free game of the week. Yeah. And I can't yeah. remember what it was called, something steampunk maybe, but it was exactly like this. It's mm. uh, basically the game was about you um you have like a population or a civilization it's it's uh, after the ice age or something yeah and there's like a furnace in the middle and then oh, you start expanding okay. it out. Frostpunk. yes yeah yeah and James, I, like, you know all of these games uh, yeah, I, 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 I was quite sure that, that you know <laughs> yeah, when yeah. i explain it enough you'll figure it out but that game was actually quite fun you know it, it was very much kind of the resource management what you're nice. now saying but building it was like and survival at the same yeah. time yeah and then you need to keep the people happy so exactly. they work and yeah. you know I I, that was I, I played it the that weekend basically yeah. yeah yeah never again after that yeah but, no I, I gave it a good few hours and then didn't get back to it yeah exactly but, you know was it free when you bought when, when, when you had it <sighs> I think I purchased it but I think <laughs> I think it was um, uh, it was in like alpha or something it was uh, what's mm, the word? okay Early, early access. Early access. Yeah, yeah, like years ago, and then I just sort of mm. followed it. Yeah, got to a point where nice. oh, it's playable now. Honestly, so he comes out with games that I have never heard of in my life. But uh, I, I guess I should probably start trawling Steam a little bit more. And yeah, watch, I and think this was on my Epic. horizons. Epic has those weekly, ah, yeah. weekly free games. Mm. So yeah, I usually exactly. check what's there. Then you just download it. To be fair, Epic have some really good games for free as well. Yeah. They do. like expensive ones yeah. usually. Yeah. Awesome. Well, has anyone got any more, or do you want to end it there? Well, I just want to do a little shout out. Oh, okay. Go for um, it. You know the character from League, the Virtuoso. Uh, okay, I don't know. I mean, from League of Legends. Yeah. I don't know. There's oh, like 150 uh, characters. I I can't remember them all. <laughs> Wait, what? Let me Google Virtue. I'll probably like recognize it if I see it, but I'm not like. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know the game too well. Okay. Myself. Oh, Jin. It's Jin. Jin. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Jin, the okay. virtuoso. It's a, it's a skin. It's a skin. All okay, right. yeah, well, yeah. so you say Jin virtuoso skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jin, yeah. Is, Jin is the character. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I don't deserve this now. <laughs> <laughs> so go on with your show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. A colleague of mine is a designer, video okay, video virtuoso, if in, in fact. Okay. And he, uh, we had like a creative task that we do every now and then for the team. Yeah. Um, and it was to uh, do their own portrait of someone in the team. Okay. Or like do some artwork based on their face or mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, JP has beautifully rendered me as Jin. No way. With a virtuoso skin. That is quite cool. Let's that looks pretty cool. Yeah. So that's the uh well that's the skin, that's the yeah, original. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, see Let now me just I show that to the camera. <laughs> I feel ashamed that I don't yeah. know what I do. No, anyway. it's you you don't play League of Legends. James no, I don't. James doesn't like his uh but his, the, uh, but the his reason he did it was because we we had the uh, interview with um Luciano Oh, games. okay, cool. And oh, we should have showed Luciano. We haven't shown yeah. Luciano. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, this was done. Oh, he did it afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. All right, perfect. Well, uh, th those are the games that we think would be great if we were stuck on a desert island. I know we went a little bit off topic, but in the end... <laughs> Last I, question. I think it was quite fun. Yes. How many days with these games do we feel we would survive Ooh. at that island? <laughs> I don't know, to uh. be honest. I reckon I could go a while. Well, depends how good my PC setup was. <laughs> no, this is what when you consider food and water. Oh, Do we well. also have to survive? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Now you're making a game out of this as well. <laughs> yeah, resource yeah. management. Okay, <laughs> scrap that one. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I've ruined it. <laughs> we'll say that you you don't need food or water or to go to the toilet or anything like that. You can just sit there and play games. You're a superhuman. Yeah. You transcended. Okay. I don't know. Maybe was it like which game that we? We, no, we, no, like we, how long you, do you think you can You go have for? those games. So <laughs> what, we have like, what, eight, nine games now? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, minimum six months I reckon I could go for without like going insane. Yeah, like that's kind of like, like yeah, n not basically dying of boredom or, yeah, or yeah. insanity. Yeah, like... Uh, six months. But this is how many hours a day? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you uh, still sleep. <laughs> My goodness. I need... I, I was actually going to go for like a quarter, like three months, but, you okay. know, I respect the... We can do this mentality. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> James, go on, you. Three months, six months, what would you say? A week. 
No, you're joking. Because <laughs> I want to build a raft and get off the island. Oh, <laughs> ruined it. All right, well, there you go. There are Desert Island Games. Why don't you tell us who you are and what you do? My name is Klaus, and uh, I'm the founder of Yala Esports. So um, I guess what I do is I keep the circus running to the best of my capabilities here <laughs> at Yala Esports. <laughs> I feel like it would be hard to to be like the boss of an esports thing and and not just mess around all the time and just play games and enjoy yourself. I mean, don't don't you know? Like I'm trying to hide that. You know, oh, I, I okay. need to be the boss in the office and, mm. and all these things. No, I mean we obviously we do have. Um, let's say not so corporate company culture but at the yeah. end of the day we are a professional company yeah. nice yeah. nice okay and do you want to just tell us for those that don't know a little bit more about uh yell esports and you know what it is and does um yeah so so um yellow esports started in in 2016 uh first and foremost an esports team now just to everybody on the same page, esports means competitive video gaming. So yes, believe it or not, you can even double check, fact check on Netflix or, or Google. It's it's a thing. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into more details. But we also did quickly realize that um, you know in 2016, especially the region. Um, the, 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 being only a team was a bit challenging to, mm. to then, you know, be a financially yeah. sustainable company. Yeah. So now Yala Esports is, is also, we have a, a boutique marketing agency cool. around gaming. So we help other brands who now finally has realized the power of gaming, yeah. mm. how to enter the market because it's a, it's a really amazing space. You, you know, the, the fans of gaming, uh, that they are super loyal to, mm. to, to, to the teams, to the yeah. brands who do it right. But it's also one of the most, um, let's say, savage communities if yeah. you kind of come off wrong, you know, like you're not one of us. So we help the okay. brands to, to bridge that gap. And the brands aren't necessarily gaming related brands, are they? They could be any sort of brands who want to kind of target the gaming audience. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, for, for me, like the most exciting and, and uh, like the most exciting project is, is let's say, a bank uh, or mm. a telco because these are, you know, brands that usually you stick with for the whole lifetime. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you talk gaming to those young adults in a right way, then then it's it's like, honestly, I can't figure out a better marketing strategy than, yeah, than yeah, to yeah. use gaming for these kind of brands. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but, but obviously you then have your uh, endemic brands as well. But I, I would say these days gaming is mainstream and, and any brand can can, can find involved, a way. Yeah. 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 No, it makes sense. And obviously the the demographic for, for gaming is is i mean pretty precise, right? I mean it does span from quite young to quite old as well. Um so I think any brand has a, a place in targeting course, gamers yeah. through sponsorship. And it's only getting bigger as well as we go. Yeah, on. yeah. It's it's not, you know, like only kids or or, mm -hmm. or you know, uh, it's it's both female and male. Yeah. You know, all age groups. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's um it used to be, you know, only males and people think mm -hmm. we are sitting in a basement mm -hmm. and, you know, <laughs> nerds, all this stuff. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, it's it's mainstream. So what got you into the gaming industry in the first place? Well, I mean, first of all, I've been a lifelong gamer. So, so mm -hmm. you know, uh, was even a professional gamer uh, yeah. in CS 1.6, if, oh, if 1. anybody 6, remembers, yes, remember. you know, that's like. 20 years ago or Finally, something like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so then how I got into the gaming industry with Yalla Esports was basically back in, in 2016, I really realized that there's so much kind of untapped talent yeah. of gamers in the region. Uh, so I just wanted to build a, a support uh, network, you know, how to basically go pro in, in gaming. Yeah. And that's that's been actually one of the most you know great things about this whole journey that these days we are we are you know 20 full-time employees which means there is 20 people making a real job in in an industry they yeah. love you yeah. know and this is not i'm not not talking about our professional gamers mm -hmm. this <coughs> is only our 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 staff in 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 um, and team in in our office which is there's like creative people there's yeah. account management yeah. there's obviously the team management uh then if we put the whole organization together, it's like hundred people with oral wow. talent and and you know the, influencers cogs, yeah. and yeah, all, all the all the gamers. So 
I'm just happy that, that, you know, first of all, we have convinced a couple parents on the journey <laughs> that, that this is a real job. Yeah, like, yeah. like they still maybe struggle explaining to their parents that, that mm -hmm. you know, what do they do? But hey, it, it pays their rent or, or their yeah. life. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a um, career. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. so, so that's what we do at LA Esports. We create careers and, and support gamers and professionals in the industry. Yeah. I think it's fantastic, though, that you kind of, you know, conceptualized this and then turned it into this so you know you're saying we and stuff but it's obviously got to start somewhere and you, you know you founded it so i mean congratulations to you on yeah. actually uh doing all this in the first place it's uh, it's amazing do you feel like you've you know really kind of made it is this what you wanted to do um i mean i, I definitely feel that we have you know come a long way but uh, it, it really started honestly without a big plan mm. it was kind of yeah. like you know a, a small team just trying to it was overwatch back in 2016 nice. yeah. uh, were you competing sorry no no, no. I, I was i mean unfortunately i'm, I'm a bit too old to compete anymore <laughs> I, I do like hearthstone or card games yeah brain yeah. Games. <laughs> yeah yeah the mind <laughs> ones yeah work. the mind games yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah then then all of a sudden like somebody uh, like, like we try to always be as professional as uh, possible so mm. you know from day one we we actually had then a trade license so potentially we could sign up legally by nice. being contract okay, cool. with players and sponsors and uh, you know then then people just started to see like uh, these guys are legit you can work with them and and uh, yeah well, maybe also obviously a good timing with the whole gaming industry booming yeah um, it timed it very well yeah so Klaus what sort of esports games does your team dive into so currently the focus is on uh, PUBG Mobile yep. uh, and Valorant. Mm. Then we have a FIFA project in the pipeline. Um, cool. And, uh, you know, we have our little legacy Hearthstone team. Nice. Always there. You know, I'm still yeah. part of it if there is some tournament. Oh, great. Cool. Uh, and uh, actually also Honor of Kings, uh, which is... Um, um, a MOBA on phone and we are traveling yeah. next week to Korea to represent the Arab wow. region in the world championship for that particular That's game. That's amazing. Oh, that's hey, gotta give a little round of applause for <laughs> that. That's awesome. We, I actually saw um, they were doing Honor of Kings down at the Dubai Esports yes. Festival, right? So were we, you guys competing in that? We were not allowed uh, to to um, to be there because they were worried that, you know, maybe somebody gets COVID or, you know, yeah. somebody gets ah, stuck I somewhere. See, yeah. Because we need to be basically the next week in, yeah. in, in Korea. Mm. So, so yeah. Um, so, but, but it's honestly always a struggle with these travels yeah. and and uh you know this region when we have for example the honor of kings team they, they there's nationalities from egypt morocco iraq yeah, cool. getting everybody logistically to korea so yeah, yeah. i do understand that the publisher also is like let's focus on one thing you know yeah, like if yeah. we get one visa that's uh, <laughs> amazing that's enough uh, honor of kings has kind of came out of nowhere for me because I feel like I, I never really heard of it until maybe like six months ago. And then is that all of a sudden like a massive game that yeah, everyone's playing? Give us a lowdown. What What is it about? Was it? Um, so, uh, I mean, basically it's like uh, Dota or League of Legends, yeah, uh, but yeah. on phone. You know, mm. so like a MOBA, 5v5, you have your lanes, you have your towers. Okay. Uh, so you know the the game format in itself is is, is already very, pretty popular. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Um, but then this is by by uh, Tencent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, um, we we actually um, uh, we played a game called Wild Drift before, which mm -hmm. is uh, similar as well on mobile. Isn't that like the League of Legends version yeah. on mobile, right? So basically, then that team just uh, transferred. Uh, kind of to, to Honor of Kings because it's transferable skills uh, at yeah, the end of the yeah. day, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and yeah, because there was a great opportunity to to go to this world championship in Korea and, and we took a bet that if we build a team and, and you know, train them, coach them, we can make it and, and we did. So, nice. Uh, yeah. That's, so you uh, had to compete regionally first yeah, to yeah, be able to get to Korea. That was a big, big uh, qualifier regionally. And uh, did you have to win that? Yeah, yeah, obviously. It's only okay, one amazing. team. So, oh, so basically, wow. you know, all the all the teams that were now competing in this one, that was it's the same teams that we had to already compete and, and beat once. So because only there was only one slot to Korea. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, I mean that's like a ten million dollar prize pool. Wow. Uh, there's already like a quarter million uh, blocked just by basically going there. 
So no uh, way. Wow. So do you guys think like you're gonna be contenders to win it, or I mean, do you think there's some like uh, crazy Korean team that's just gonna smash it? <laughs> yeah. Look, look. Let's be real. I mean, the the the. Um, uh, the the Chinese teams or the Asian teams, Honor of King is much more popular mm. in in Asia uh, to begin with. So yeah. this is kind of like the first season we have uh, a team in it uh, here yeah. from the Arab region. So um, I'm sure that the competition is going to be super hard. But that being said, there's no benchmark. There's never been an Arab team versus yeah. the Chinese team. So wow. maybe our play style is something they have never seen and yeah. they, they don't know what to do. And, and you're and still going to come home with some money anyway, so... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we are already kind of the regional champions and, and it's it's honestly, it's just great to also for the guys to get stage time and, yeah. and get that experience to play on an international stage. When it yeah, comes exactly. to the, you know, like the business side of things, mm. um, yeah. are you kind of thinking, all right, we're going to be on a stage for a big competition, like sponsors, hello, come <laughs> see us. Yeah. Is, that, is that something you're now going to start... You know, are you going to basically make a game plan for this specific tournament to get new sponsors on or something like that for this tournament? Uh, well, tournament specific, we, we do, um, you know, like, like we basically create every major event like this. We create into a campaign mm. uh, with, with our, our agency side. And then obviously one part of the campaign is to promote Yalla Esports going there and, and, you know, sharing the story of the players mm. and making sure that they they deserve the, the spotlight. Mm. But then obviously we do invite our existing sponsors and, and even, you know, uh, new ones to, to kind of uh, be, yeah. be part of that journey. Because they're going to get some screen time. Yeah, yeah. but generally speaking, we, we do, you know, like to work long time. So all our sponsorships on, on the jersey, it's like, you know, it's a one year, you, like a one no season. No matter where you're going, yeah, it's on you, the you jersey. You get the whole package. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, it's honestly like... Uh, I mean, I'm wearing the jersey right now, so that means the jersey will be on YouTube very True. soon, yeah, like for yeah, example. Yeah. And that's not something that, let's say, when our sponsors came on board last year, they, they knew, knew that about. they're going to get. So yeah. kind of by being a partner with a team, you'll never know where the jersey that's is going to be. I mean, they can get really lucky and you guys could win the whole thing and be standing up there with all the cameras on you and you've got all their sponsorship. Exactly. But they'll love that. But then that's probably just going to make them want to sign up for the next year and the year after. And so you got to... St- stay good <laughs> yeah i mean basically like nobody wants to partner with the losing team so yeah that is uh, obviously you you can't uh, that's why we haven't started our own esports team because we just we would be the losing team yeah. i mean yeah. you can't win everything but let's exactly. just you know like we have essentially kind of like yeah. a goal or rule like if we can't stay consistently like a top four team then then we we maybe basically step down, rebuild, and come back next season, okay. you know, um, or, or yeah. change title or so. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. like, cool. uh, And, and it's, it's, it's honestly much harder than it sounds, you mm-hmm. know, so it's... it's uh, Do you have, like, uh, scouts that find best players around and stuff? Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of our, mm, let's say, secret sources, definitely, we've been in, around the community for, for a, like, a long time, so we know the players, and mm. then people start whispering, like, have you seen yeah. this guy or that guy? Um, so so then we, we try to, obviously, scout the new young talent. We also have some academy teams, like ad- academy projects that we basically build kind of incognito, you know, because... Mm before we put the Yalla jersey on them, we want to make sure that they're top four and yeah. the academy team might need a season or so. So they might be playing as whatever, Shawarma mm. Esports, and yeah. nobody knows, right? <laughs> I see, I see, okay. Uh, and, you know, how does it work? I mean, I don't know if you're allowed to tell us specifically, but how does it work with the with the esports teams that you have? Do you pay them like a salary and then they get like a commission if they win? Or like, do they just get winnings or something like that? Um, so, so we are a, a, a fully professional company. So everybody that works at Yalla Esports do do have a salary. Okay. Um, but obviously, some of the players uh, they they can be like kind of part time. Most of them are full time, but some of them are you know part time or. Um, h- however, they they mm. kind of like. Uh, yeah. uh, I can't go into details how much salary. No, no, no that's fine. Yeah, then yeah. it's also um, like. like 
salary is one part and obviously the prize winnings if you win a big tournament you know majority of it goes to the players i mean they did the hard work yeah. okay so you'll st- you'll still take like a small percentage but yeah. they'll get most of it yeah 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 oh, okay, like, fantastic. i mean it, it okay. depends i mean it's quite industry standard it's anything from you know like i think the average is is around 20% for the team and 84 for players it's pretty uh, great actually isn't it because yeah. You know, you're supporting them players and getting them into the right positions, and then they're still walking away with eighty percent of it. That's, yeah, I mean, they, pretty cool. I mean, that's they, good business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the play, honestly, like, like that is a bit of a misconception. Misconception when, when you know, people start sending me messages if we win a big prize pool, like, oh, Klaus, you guys made so much money, and yeah. I'm like, well, no, it's the players. Like, they should like congratulate them. Not yeah, me. yeah, yeah. On the flip side, then obviously, like. Our business model is to to build the brand deals and and uh, and the sponsorship yeah. because that's then where where you know we as a company make make mm. like majority of our money. Um, but also the players, like if you're a Yala esports player um, or an influencer, and then you know we we work with all these brands. So mm. there's a lot of jobs that that you know maybe they want to have an exposure on a stream or something like that. So. You know, you might have X in salary, but then through Yala Esports, you keep constantly getting like these jobs with with some yeah. brands here and there. That's cool. Yeah. So with with all that said, you know, you talk about success and how good the team can be. Uh, what's been the greatest achievement so far? Um, as a team, I think honestly the greatest achievement is just the fact that that we have kind of went from basically, you know, like a mm-hmm. more or less one man show into like a, a company with with you know full-time employees yeah. and and it's not only the players who are professionals but we have like, like literally tens of of professional people in the industry yeah. um then if we want to look at any kind of like particular trophy or moment that we mm. won as a team um I mean, honestly, that like every single trophy feels so good. But mm. uh, so, so no matter which one I choose, <laughs> then I'm gonna have like you my what favorites. <laughs> yeah, 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 like why did you choose that team? But yeah. but um, I, I think on a on a personal level, we have to go back to Hearthstone. So yeah, it nice. was super early in 2000, I think 17. Uh, so basically, at the inception, yeah, uh, Masen, one of our our Hearthstone players, my my teammate uh, at that time. Uh, won like went all the way to China, qualified to wow. China mm. to a a a Hearthstone tournament. Went all the way there, and by the way, I was taking him basically to the airport, uh, <laughs> and and it was like the first time he's gonna go on a plane. No way! Uh. And I was like, I didn't even know that he has never been on an airplane. Wow. It was like so cool to do. Okay, I was like. So what do I tell him? Like, so this is the security checking around. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, so responsible, sending him alone. Basically yeah, like China. your own child. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? So, uh, but anyway, then he went to China and he won the whole tournament. No way, he won yeah. the whole thing. He won the whole Amazing. tournament. Wow. And, and it was just like, you know. What was the prize pool for that? Well, that prize pool, I, it wasn't anything massive. Yeah. Like, so, like 20, I mean, it was like $20,000 or maybe Still. maximum 50. Yeah. So it was like, mm-hmm. obviously like big money for us as a company, big yeah, money for yeah. him back in the day. But, you know, now five years later, like everybody has million dollar prize pool yeah, here and there. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess it's even more special because that was maybe the point for you where you were like, oh, this is actually a possibility that we can actually, you know, have these players and have these esports yeah, tournaments and actually yeah. win money and, and, and keep growing the business. Yeah, like it was either Kalish Times or like one of these newspapers, mm. I can't even remember that, that like wrote about it. Uh, cool. And I was like, Okay, we're in the magazines now, mm, you know. That's like awesome. we made it, or maybe the Metro as well, or some, yeah, some of yeah. these magazines. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Fantastic. Um, let's just quickly talk before we end. I want to talk about uh, you have a, you have a big interest in in blockchain gaming and play to earn. So do you want to just explain to us for those that don't know, um, you know, your your insights into what is blockchain gaming? Yeah. So so I'm uh, that that's a personal passion project. Yeah. But I'm I'm very look. Put it simply, if you think about gaming, uh, back in the days, all the games used to be single player story, mm. then came, you know, online internet came and we went, you know, multiplayer and now all the games are multiplayer, uh, free to play came from nowhere, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we used to play, pay $50 for the game. So I truly believe that blockchain is kind of like the next 
technology that will will change the way mm. the whole gaming industry works. Um, what excited me <laughs> the first time when I understood what was possible was imagine when um, you know when back in the days if you wanted to let's say sell World of Warcraft gold or yeah, you know yeah. I mean I'm not saying I did but <laughs> you know if you wanted to do our Diablo three items you know you had to like trust the guy eBay whatever like you never yeah, really yeah. know what's going on blockchain enables like these kind of things basically transfer of ownership in in a gaming world digital yeah. assets you know super transparent super secure so uh that's what i believe in now unfortunately obviously like we all know that it has went a bit like you know monkey jpeg nfts and all this yeah, stuff and yeah. it's a bit weird currently and i mean especially today and last week for for blockchain and crypto hasn't been the yeah. <laughs> greatest um but <laughs> what i'm doing um is is I'm trying to find founders of indie game studios, developers like that are building something cool. You know, if I really believe in them, I might even you know write a small angel investor ticket mm. or at least like buy their NFTs. Yeah. And what I really love about the space that you can literally find amazing games, find their Discord in five minutes. You are like chatting with the founder or the founding yeah, team, yeah. and and they listen to your input. Mm -hmm. You know, like, let's say if I wanted to, I don't know, make some changes in World of Warcraft or something like that. That's impossible, right? Yeah, yeah. But here, you like, like they, they are so kind of, like, receptive. And then yeah. when you have these, like, you own the NFTs of the games, they, they like, feel that, that mm. you're almost, you're like, part of, part of the like team. Like a share or something. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I really love that uh, mm. of, of the whole thing, and, and those those communities are very small, but but they're super strong. Mm. I feel like that the in the the gaming industry as it is right now, um, a lot of the kind of competitors, right? You know, the different gaming developers and publishers, they're very much against each other. They don't they don't like what other people are doing. Ah, I don't want to work with you or do anything with you. Whereas in blockchain gaming, from what I've known, is everyone wants to help each other and push each other. You know, because they just want the industry of blockchain gaming to actually become a bit more recognized and a bit more, yeah. you know, grow the user base. So I think in blockchain gaming, you know, you, you're one developer and you talk to another developer and they're not going to be like, oh, go away. They're going to be like, oh, let, I'll promote your game. You promote my game. Okay, yeah, great. Let's do that. And I feel like that that's a really nice way of doing it. And um, actually in, you know, blockchain, you have a thing called a DAO. Uh, decentralized autonomous organization, which basically allows, like you were kind of saying with the people buying NFTs, allows the actual uh, community base to um, buy in to what you're doing and actually have a say in the company. Mm. So the companies aren't going, oh, this is how we're going to do it. They will actually potentially propose like five different ideas and the community will vote on which one they want, yeah. which is great. Obviously, it's by how many shares you own in the community in, uh, in that token or whatever it is. But I think it's a really nice way of doing it. And I feel like that is what the blockchain is for. And that's why, you know, people go, oh, what is this blockchain and NFTs things? But like you said, it did go a bit crazy with all these, NF you know, the monkey NFTs and everything <laughs> like that. But what it actually is there for is for people to have their own say in what is going on in a project that they want to invest in. Yeah. Not necessarily invest money in, but invest time in. And, and yeah, if you're buying an NFT, it might only cost $20, but you still have a say in, in what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you're a part of it. Yeah, and I yeah. think you're right. Like the blockchain gaming, everyone's like, oh, why would I do that? But right now, it's I think it's because the games aren't necessarily good. Or, yeah. you know, there's a lot of games out there that they're not really... The, the, the people who have developed it are trying to just make money off it instead of yeah. actually trying to make a good game. Yeah. Whereas, and that's the misconception as well when you talk yeah. about money, blockchain, and NFT with a game, then it's like you think immediately, oh, they just, they just want to take money from and, me. And unfortunately, a lot and of then, them do that. Yeah. I mean, you know. look, most of the player bases of current like Web3 games... The, the the player base is not gamers. Yeah, they're, they're retail investors. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's that's a huge problem. And yeah. and I'm trying to like eventually I want to maybe even bring Yalla Esports into there to bridge the gap, but it's way too early. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. So um, I think it just needs someone. Like it could be a studio that's going to be a new studio, or actually like a studio that's already there. You know, whatever Ubisoft or whatever yeah, to actually go. Hey, we're going to create. A big AAA game. We're mm. going to spend like four years making this NFT game, and I feel like it's only when someone does that that people are going to go, "Oh, this is actually a legit thing." Yeah, I mean, one of the best projects. Actually, I'm not going to start shilling any project, <laughs> but one of the best <laughs> projects that I'm involved, like 
it was actually a completely web uh, web 2 game that they have been developing for like five years yeah and then like last year basically they kind of understood what was the possibilities yeah. and they pivoted so technically they had a functioning game and then they just kind of built a new backend mm. the game itself Makes like they, they even decided to publish both a blockchain version and a web true version Interesting, yeah and players can yeah. then literally choose which which one they play on mm. awesome Very good. perfect well honestly we could probably keep talking for <laughs> a lot could. longer um, yeah. uh, but uh i think we're gonna have to uh, i'll be cut back next week oh yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah yeah part two part three of the uh, podcast with klaus um klaus from Yala Esports. You've been fantastic. We've learned a lot and we're uh, very excited about what you guys are doing and we're definitely going to uh, help support in any way. So thank you very much for coming thank on the you. podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, both of you. I've got some new games. Nice. I new love new games. games of the week. The, the release this week, I assume. Yeah, yeah, of the nice. last week. Okay. The first one is Goat Simulator 3. No way. Yeah, there's a third one. That is cool. I oh, do love uh, those sort of random games. They're quite random, fun. Random, chaotic, uh, just just a mess. But like, it's a fun game. Now, now they feature a four-player co-op mode. <laughs> so you can just mess around with four goats. Four goats just messing around. I love <laughs> it. That does sound fun. I'm definitely going to give that uh, one a go. Yeah, that's on PS, Xbox, and PS. Nice. The next big one is off the Call of Duty franchise. It is Warzone 2. Oh, nice. Well, that came out, what, a couple days ago, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. And you're an expert at this, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, uh, Warzone is basically like the free to play battle royale mode. So, Mm. battle royale is like 100 players go into a map and you've got to be the last one standing, but you've also got to try and find your weapons as you go and your ammo and armor and stuff like that. It's like uh, obviously popularized by PUBG and Fortnite, that kind of of format. Battle royale. Um, But yeah, pretty excited for that. It is a free game. Uh, but it is like over 100 gigabytes download, so make sure you've got the space. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's on the PS, Xbox, and PC as well. And another release I'm quite excited about. It's a bit different. It's a game called Pentinent. Pentinent, okay. Uh, it's by the developers of Fallout New Vegas, The Outer Worlds, South Park, Stick of Truth. Okay, cool. Um, it's a narrative adventure. A narrative adventure from the 16th century. Interesting. It, it's a very interesting looking game, and it just popped up recently. Um, it's not your typical first person or uh, 3D action game. It's yeah. more like a, a. It's a storytelling based on sort of the 16th century um, art style. Oh, okay. Nice. So it's like sort of two dimensional, but it's it's very sort of. Uh, that's un- it's unusual. Yeah, yeah, a little bit different. So if you're not into your mainstream games like Warzone, yeah, maybe check out it's Pentiment. Something a bit different, yeah, Pentiment. Uh, yeah, something different. Uh, it's just gaining popularity and it's getting some rave reviews, and that's on Xbox and PC. Nice. Well, uh, thank you very much for your new gaming releases, James. Oh, you're welcome. I have got your gaming news. I think you're going to like it. Some cool stuff happening. Um, number one, Hogwarts Legacy have released a combat and gameplay um, kind of video oh, trailer, yeah, cool. if you like. Finally, yeah. Which is really cool. So Hogwarts Legacy, obviously based um, off the Harry Potter series, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of the first one in ha- like Harry Potter game that is actually like a big game that looks really cool. It's coming out the start, like first quarter of next year, yeah, like February or something like that. Um, you can actually create your own character exactly like how you look or how you want it to look. Um, you've got 20 learnable spells, such as uh, Levitation Charm, Wingardium Leviosa, and loads more. And the combat looks really cool. Like you're actually, you know, moving around and having to dodge spells and block spells oh, cool. and fire spells back at people. And yeah, it does look really cool. So make sure you go check that out on our website, daily-gamer.net. We put the uh, gameplay trailer up on there. Also, uh, Rockstar, apparently, so Rockstar are the uh, gaming developer and publisher who made like Grand Theft Auto and uh, other games as well. Um, They apparently, this has kind of come out recently, that um, they got approached to do an Eminem, you know, like the rapper Eminem, (laughs) lead film of Grand Theft Auto. What? So Eminem wanted to actually star as the the main character in a Grand Theft Auto <laughs> GTA film. GTA protagonist, wow. Yeah, which looks pretty cool. 
Um, and this was back in like 2001 or just after 2001. And he was approached with like $5 million. So back in 2001, that's, that's pretty 2001, good. 2001. So that was what, what GTA 3. 3. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, basically, they said, um, we're not interested and said that we think Grand Theft Auto, the game, would be more popular than the movie. And it mm. ended up making um, a billion dollars or something like that. So, yep. yeah, five million, pff, whatever. <laughs> made the right decision. Exactly. Yeah. And now it's obviously gone on to uh, to make even even bigger stuff. Uh, and then this is just a little, um, you know, just letting you know the Christmas season is is coming up, right? The, the oh. festive season. Oh. <laughs> PS5s and Xboxes have already started seeing a huge increase in oh, sales. Course, yeah. So if you're thinking about buying a PS5 or an Xbox um, Series X or S... For Christmas, for yourself or for someone else, you better get buying it now. Yeah, don't wait it. till Christmas Eve <laughs> to buy your uh, your PS5 or Xbox because there'll probably be none left. All right, just a bit of a disclaimer. Okay, there you go. So that is your gaming news of the week. Go buy a PS5 now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, you know PS VR, right? So the PlayStation Virtual, Virtual Reality. Reality. Yeah, um, so pretty cool. They've had PSVR number one, and they said they're bringing out PSVR number two, and apparently it's going to be amazing. It's going to look so cool. It's going to be like super high definition and mm. whatever. It looks yeah, really cool. Yeah. Anyway, they've just come out with how much it costs, and I just want to ask you if you think it's worth it. Okay. Five hundred and fifty dollars. So that's like US dollars. Yeah, US dollars. That's like almost two thousand dirhams, probably one thousand eight hundred ish dirhams. For the VR, so you have okay, to buy yeah. the PlayStation, and then on then top you have of to that. buy the PS VR two, mm-hmm. and then you have to buy the games for the PS VR two. Do okay. you think it's worth it? Do you think that if, mu- if you're bit, bit high. already on the PS five, yeah, another couple thousand, I don't think would kill you because I have a Quest, a mm. uh, Quest two, yeah, the Meta Quest two, and that was priced at around eighteen. No, fifteen hundred, I think. Okay, so around the same price as the PSVR two. Yeah. So, and you didn't need a console for that. That's a standalone. Yeah. So here's my argument, right? So the PSVR two will only play on PSVR games, whereas the Meta Quest two can play anything. Yeah. Right. You can literally play. Yeah. It's got a larger variety of games, whereas the PSVR two is only going to be like PlayStation compatible VR games. Mm, Yeah. When you throw that into the works, you might as well just buy a a Meta Quest two for the same price. You can play PC. You can play Steam. Exactly. You can go on Steam and play all of the PSVR, uh, uh, not PSVR, but all the VR games that you want, which will probably be the same games that PSVR will have plus loads more. Mm. So, mm. Mm. just mm. a little food for thought. Yeah, yeah. I will uh, eat it. If you want to get a VR thing, my suggestion is go for the the Meta Quest Two. It's uh, wireless and it looks great. And yeah. for the price point, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, and it's a good entry level. Definitely, VR especially if you want to start entering the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to check out everything we're doing, make sure you head over to all of our socials. So. Instagram and stuff like that. It is Daily Gamer Official. And our website is www.daily-gamer.net. Yes. I have got your top five games of the week. Uh, And this week is actually um, not necessarily talking about specific games, but places that you can actually download free games from. Because who doesn't love free games? This is more for, um, uh, for PC. All right, so okay. if you're a PC gamer. Cool. Um, obviously, on consoles, Xbox and PlayStation do have free games. Especially they have their own uh, yeah. Game Pass and uh, PS Plus. Plus. Yeah, so you can subscribe to those, which you have to pay for, but then you get free games, which is not too bad. Mm-hmm. But if you actually just want free, free games, and you're just uh, on your PC and just having some fun, even if you're just a really casual gamer um, playing games at work, why not? Yeah. Uh, there's one called Acid Play. So it's a great site for finding simple free games, including a lot of indie titles. And also, what's really cool, is games developed by individual aspiring creators. Oh, cool. So people who want to be gaming developers, mm-hmm. and they've just like created a little free game, and they've put it out there. So Acid Play, that one's quite cool. Uh, obviously, you can get Epic Game Store. Yeah. They're the guys who created Fortnite and some other games, and they have kind of come out and just smashed it over the last um, maybe like five years now mm-hmm. with a platform to download loads of games, like Steam or whatever. 
But what they've done is they've spent millions and millions of dollars um, losing money on purpose to give people as many free games as they want, which I think is really, really oh, cool. Nice. Just to try and attract more people to go on and download games from Epic Games. So check mm. them out. They've got loads of games from small to big free games. Um, Origin, if you don't know, Origin is a platform that you can download. It's like an app um, that is actually by EA, EA yeah. Games. And they do a lot of different games. And yeah, they're constantly putting out um, a lot of uh, free games on there which is cool obviously they do fifa madden mass effect stuff like that and they also have an inbuilt twitch streaming uh uh, kind of part to their app as well okay. on Origin. So check Origin out. Nice. Uh, Battle.net. So this is the guys from Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Now, Activision Blizzard, um, it isn't a huge variety of games, but they have got their own games, which are free to play, yeah. which is quite cool. You can actually play like Warzone and stuff like that from Call of Duty, uh, but they also have like World of Warcraft. You can actually play it, a free version of it. Okay. Uh, and they've got other games like Hearthstone and stuff, which are all free games. So you Great. can check out battle.net. And finally, the one and only Steam. I mean, everyone knows Steam. Steam. Constantly putting out uh, a lot of free games. Um, they even have a whole section. You just click on free games. And it is just loads of stuff from from Perfect. small indie gaming developers who just want to power a game and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, to games that might have in-app purchases potentially, uh -huh. um, but also uh, games that were really big at some point. They might have got a little bit older, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? Let's give this game out for free because we just want everyone to play it." Quality. So yeah, you got Steam, Battle.net, you got Origin, you got Epic Games, and Acid Play. Five places to play free games. Woo! No Who, money spent. Exactly. Who doesn't love free games? Go check it out. Yeah, yeah.